Welcome to the Live to be Remembered podcast, where you'll learn the most effective tools for leaders, communication, and how to succeed at a high level. What's going on, kings and queens? Welcome to another episode of Live to be Remembered podcast. We got the squad here. Yo, what's going on, family? Talk to a brother. Talk to a brother. What's happening? Hey, what's happening? That's it. What's happening? What's going on? Hey, silent sniper. Let's go. Dealing with life, man. You know how it go. Hey. That's what I'm talking about, man. So, so uh, before we uh, actually went live, man, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Silas Sniper asked a question. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go last because I I feel that you know I may be the only one that may not be on the next podcast once I answer this question. So that's why I just want to be the last so you guys can remember me, um, just in case. <laughs> But yeah, Trey, go ahead and ask that question uh, for the people. Oh uh, yeah, so you know, so Willie said, you know, the twenty dollars came out, you know, his account. So I wanted to know if the boys had joint accounts, you know, with their wives, because I ain't want Willie to have to explain where that twenty dollars was going to to his wife when it just came out of the account like that. So hey, if I can't spend twenty dollars, if I can't spend twenty dollars, something is wrong. But no. Nah, not without her permission. That's y'all money. No, 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 no. So how it works in my household, and I can't speak for everybody else's household, we do have a certain limit that once you go over that limit, or if it costs over that limit, we talk about it. Now, if it ain't over that limit, you go ahead and do your thing because we had this thing where we got, you know, you pay your bills, you got this, and then we have, you know, our little spending money. Because, you know, of course, women got to get their hair done, their feet done, nails done, all that good stuff. They got to, you know, they got a high maintenance. Us so much, you know, I ain't got no hair, but this the, the hair that I do have, it need to be lined up. Because I don't mean, like Will say, I can't be around here looking like Moses, you know. So I got <laughs> I got to make sure I have something to be able to go out, you know, if I want to do a boys night out, if I want to, you know, hang out with the fellas and do something, it ain't coming from the household. It's coming from whatever I done saved up. And if I ain't got nothing saved up, guess who fault that is? That's mine. I should have been spending on stupid mm. stuff. Nah, this is what you should do. I'm going to tell you what you do, how you deal with this, yo. Now, you hit, you said about 15 no's. I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up later tonight. Put your, put yourself on speakerphone. I'm going to ask you that same question. <laughs> Your wife is there. But this is how you deal with it. You go in there and say, look, I ain't asking you for permission to do nothing. I work. So whatever I want to get out that bank, let me get that. And you better not say that. That's how you deal with that. As long as you got to pay for me to come stay court, I'm going to say it. What up, Willie's head, What you put on your tombstone, Willie? <laughs> He thought he did that, but he didn't. <laughs> hey, we're going to put that logo right in there. You know, <laughs> when you were born and then the dash, and then the day, we're going to put your logo right in the <laughs> Man, hold up. <laughs> hey. hey, on top of it, she's going to say, gave him some words and Will's done. Because <laughs> Will, Will was done. Hey, listen. <laughs> 
No, I have a joint account with my wife. Um, I've been having my account with my wife for quite some time, man. And we just function better like that. You know, all the money that I get, you know, I, I put it in an account. I ain't never got to work on my bills, not being paid, nothing like that. Um, and I have a separate account. And my separate account is for my uh, businesses that I do, you know, whether, you know, whatever that is. I ain't going to put it on, you know, they listening to me, the people listening to me. But, you know, um, that money goes there. And even that money, I'm so family oriented. I take that money out of there and I just spend it on the family. You know what I'm saying? We we'll go trips and we'll do whatever we do with that money. So I, I have a personal account with my wife and I have a separate one. <clears throat> Man. What's up, coach? Clear your throat. Clear your throat. Go ahead and get in trouble. Go ahead and get in trouble. Yeah, if I do get in trouble, just know I just need even if you got a dog house, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, so I got a couple of different accounts. I got a business account, got my own account, got the family account. <laughs> Y'all think I'm playing? I'm that serious, bro. Family account, uh, an account for the wife, go do what she want to do. But I ain't having no joint account. It ain't happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Listen to me. I know a lot of us say to death do us part, and you're absolutely right. But sometimes you need to have that Solomon wisdom. Just in case anything go down, and listen, I don't need to go through anything, no loopholes or nothing. Listen, I got my bread. <laughs> you got your bread. <laughs> Uncle Will's out. <laughs> I'm just being poor, man. Like, yeah, so for me, I ain't got no joint account with my wife. But if you, if you know, you guys do that, you guys do what you do. Uh, I just got to be optimistic sometimes. You feel me, Corey? I'm, 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 I'm increasing my vocabulary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? So, yeah. Yep. In other words, anybody that got a count with their wife, according to Will, is a sucker. <laughs> that's that's what I heard, Corey. That's what hey, I heard. Corey, you heard it, right? Hey, I heard, hey, hey, I, I, that's what I really hey, heard, bro. He got to be politically kind correct. Of he got to be politically correct because he's a public figure. But I'm telling you what he's saying, y'all. We talk. Yeah, hey, that's I, what it does. Hey, I speak Ebonics, yo. He said you got a count with your wife, yo. Hey. My new saying ain't gonna be live to exist. <laughs> it's gonna Not be live because you did, bro. Mm. <laughs> you feel me, bro? Like, that's it, bro. So just know if you see me, if you don't see me no more, man, just know this is my last podcast. <laughs> the <car is> even <laughs> yeah. Bro. So yeah, man. Um, that's what I would say about that, man. What about <laughs> nah I ain't gonna do that to my tray, man. My tray ask the question. What? No, I was gonna say, are you gonna answer the question, bro? Oh yeah, yes. As uh, soon as soon as we said I do, she already said, yo, that buddy go right at the one account. Oh. One, one account, man. That was Debo mode. Yeah, it, it, it ain't it ain't my money no more. It's our money. Okay, all right, man. Shoot, all right. But I'm I'm cool with that anyway because I don't I don't spend a lot of money on anything. Like y'all y'all know me. Y'all know me. I ain't, I ain't all, all care about it. I don't go buy a whole bunch of stuff. No way. And see, I'm just trying to learn to get my will because, you know, sometimes, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You, you may have to, you know, say I'm Audi like 2000. But when I said to death do us part, I meant that. And um, <clears throat> having a backup plan is, is a good idea. But I've been so used to moving this way, I don't know no other way. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, if, if y'all ain't got no, if y'all ain't got no prenups, she's still taking half. Anyways, off the top, and this is what people fail to realize: yeah. what you come into the marriage, like whatever you have before you come into the marriage, belongs to you. 
But a lot of times, most of the stuff that we have, we built it with our significant others. You know what I'm saying? Right. So even if Will don't have a, a joint account, <laughs> if anything goes south, she's like, let me get my 50. You know what I'm saying? So either way, she's going to tap into something. Yeah. Yeah, but see, but see, that's the thing. <clears throat> that's why I make sure I have lawyers on the back end, good lawyers, so they don't get nothing. You feel me? You ain't uh, only thing you get is, is the ring. You can keep the ring. <laughs> you feel Nah, wait, wait till you see that account balance for that child support. They're gonna start calculating that today. Hey, I got a lawyer for that too. I'm good, bro. Like, I'm listening to me. Hey, I know of some. Immaculate lawyers, but I ain't never found one yet to stop child support. Payments. Oh, I, bro, I got the right one. I'm telling you, I'm going in there like yeah, Johnny Cochran. Oh. You got a Johnny Cochran sniper. Hey, well, if you got the hookup, holler if you hear me then, because I may. <laughs> hey man, I know somebody in jail. Man, they taking that John out. It's commissary money. He can't even order no chips. Man, they taking all that. Hey, no honey buns. Ain't no beat no spread. <laughs> hey, Give me that, man. Hey. No. Man. Bro, y'all ain't lying, though, man. Uh, but that's why I love y'all, man. You know what I'm saying, man? That's what we do. So, so Corey, take it away, bro. Let's, let's, we, we, we talk to the people a little bit, let them into our life, just playing around and stuff. But, man, like, Corey, man, let's, let's lock and load. Let's give the people what they want. So, just, you know, just open it up, bro, and then we're going to follow up behind you, and we're just going to keep, you know, hot potato, bro. Let's go. So, one of the things that I see often – and I see a lot of people complaining about the situation they put themselves in. You know what I'm saying? And then what they do is they, 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 they start making all these excuses for why they can't and, or it's too hard. It's like, yo, listen, first and foremost, no, nobody's making you do what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you trying to do all this? And a lot of people operate in pride. They try to show people, oh, I can do the most. I can hold down 16 jobs. I can be a husband. I can be a, you know, a, whatever the situation may be. And then they like, oh, man, I got to quit doing this. It's like, no, no. If you put that on your plate, because you control what you put on your plate. You control how much you eat. You know what I'm saying? What's on your plate? And a lot of times we stack our plate because we greedy. And I'm not saying you can't never get to it, but what I'm saying is you got to know the difference between quitting and making a shift and saying, I'm going to get to that later. Because a lot of times we put a lot of stuff on our plate. And guess what? You, can, you have the autonomy to take your plate. Set it to the side and say, I'll come back to that. But right now, it's too much. Instead of taking the food and just throwing it off your plate, hold on to it. Come back to it when you've got some room in your, in your stomach, you can eat it. So I'm, I'm saying that with life. We take on a lot of different things because we want to show somebody that we're doing a, making a whole bunch of moves. And then you're like, oh, it's too much. And then you start complaining about life and why you can't do A, B, C, and D because you're doing too much. That's your own fault. So don't put yourself in a position and then start complaining to everybody about it. You got one or two things you can do. You can evaluate the situation and say, you know what? I'm doing too much. Let me put this on hold. I'm not throwing it away, but I'm going to come back to that when I have enough time, when, I, when I'm, you know, free up a little bit of space in my life. So you got to understand, it ain't about just quitting. It's about being smart enough to know I'm going to make a shift. And a lot of us worry about what people think about what we doing when we make those shifts. And that's why we continue to hold on to everything because we don't want to be looked like, oh, he couldn't do it or he wouldn't cut out for it or, uh, you know, they're a failure. Man, bump all that. Listen, you know what you can handle and what you can't. So know when to throw in the towel and know when to say, I'm going to set this to the side. I'm most definitely going to get back to you. Yeah, yeah. 
That's good, bro. That's good. Yeah, and let me ask you this question, Will, because you you an entrepreneur. You know, you you hold on a lot of things. Um, and, and let's keep it one thousand with the people. Yes, sir. Are there any times or any moments in your life where you're like, man, I got too much going on. I can't do all this. I'm ready to throw it in the top. Yeah, you know, most people will say no. <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm so intent intentional of building a team. Because <laughs> what happens is is that you try to <clears throat> you try to keep up with too many people. Yeah. And in the process of keeping up with too many people, Corey, you get burnt out because you're trying to wear seven hats and not understanding that that person wears one hat but has individuals operating on that level for those different spaces. So for me, <clears throat> um, I definitely had those times. And um, just recently, man, I've just been able to just add people to the team and just operate at a high level. Um, and I understand that, you know, you can't win a championship by yourself. You feel me, bro? You, you only win a championship with having the right people in the right roles. And that's the problem sometimes. Sometimes many people got people in the wrong roles. You just put people there to put them there. And they're not even effective. You feel what I'm saying? Like you have somebody doing videography when they're really supposed to be doing uh, email marketing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now your whole business is backwards. So what I would say to that individual, Corey, who's listening to this right now, if you got too much on your plate, you need to reevaluate what you're eating. Because sometimes you're eating too much. <laughs> you, you have a buffet. Forget about the buffet. Become laser lock poker. Be the steakhouse. Master, master what you do. And the people who are around you will help you to be able to get to that next level. But you don't get there by yourself. You know what I'm saying? And we all know that. Like, we don't get there by ourselves. We get there by team. We get there by consistency and momentum. And that's one of the things that I know my trade definitely understands, especially when it comes to sports, is that momentum is everything. Momentum is everything. That's why you see so many people be like, like, look like, I hate to say it, my boy Shaquan's on, but you know, the, the Super Bowl with the with the Falcons and the Patriots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Atlanta was hot. They were smoking hot. But guess what? New England kept the momentum. And momentum is key. Once you let your foot off the gas, there goes everything. So that's what I would say to answer that question, fam. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I would think just for me personally, I struggle with it due to the fact that I was only doing too much because I didn't trust anybody else to do the job the way I did the job. So when you're a person like that, you don't want anybody else to do the work because you don't think they're going to do it the way that you want to do it. And you end up doing way too much and trying to have so much control. So a lot of people end up, you know, quitting or getting frustrated or burning out is because you're trying to do, you're doing too much because you haven't let go of the responsibilities to allow other people to do it. And, and one of the great quotes is, um, a great leader creates other leaders. So even at, even at my job, I'm training people how to do the stuff that I do because you don't need to leave me a message every time something happens. You can just take care of it. It makes my job easier for me as a leader, and it makes everybody else's job easier. So it's just learning to, to let go of some of those responsibilities and trust people that they might do it. They might not do it the way I'll do it. But that's a good thing because sometimes their way of doing it is a lot easier and a lot better and flows, um, flows a lot better. So it's just, just trying to take that control off sometimes, allowing other people to step up, allowing other people to help you um, ask other people questions again a lot of people feel like asking for help is 
it's a curse. Like you feel like asking for help is a bad thing on you, but you're never going to get to another level unless you open up your mouth on people who are actually there or people who are, are beyond you. So you have to you have to take that into consideration whenever you're doing too much. Or you, that's why people quit because when you take on so many roles, it becomes too much, and you realize, yo, I can't do this. And it ain't the fact that you can't do it. You can't do it by yourself or you can't do it by taking on all those roles at one time. That's good, bro. Um, I know for me, I'm, I'm going to speak from my personal experience, was I had a pride issue. And I think, not, not for everybody, but like I said, for me, it was a pride thing because when you see that you quit something one time, it's like something came over me to where like I never want to quit again, no matter what it is that I'm doing. So I felt like no matter what I'm doing, I want to be 100% doing it right. And even if I don't do it right, I still want to make sure I'm proving somebody else wrong because it's an ego thing in me that I want to figure out on my own so I can boost my own, say I did it by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you're young, that's that's how you feel sometimes when when people doubt you, when when you're in an environment where people don't believe in you, and you in an environment like you see it every day. So you just get this mindset to where like, okay, I'm not gonna quit anything I do regardless of what it is that I'm doing. So I get myself trained, and I have this learned behavior that is bad that I got to do it by myself by any means necessary. And then when you get that. That's why you get burnt out. And then you're trying to figure out, like, why am I burnt out? Why am I frustrated? Why am I not seeing things move the way that I planned it to? It's because it was all about I. It was all about me. It was all about getting the thing done so I can boast that I did it. So anytime that happens, you're never going to see the result that you want to see because you're going to end up quitting. And it's, and it's the fact that people people go into something not with the mindset to quit. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody, nobody goes into something with the mindset knowing they're going to already quit. Like you do it because you want to accomplish it because the focus was to accomplish it, but things start happening that started focusing on you that was being exposed. And then you're like, oh man, like I need help. And like you said, Montre, I won't ask because of my ego. I won't ask because I probably got burnt before. So I don't want to ask for help. I'd rather just, you know, do it myself. And it's funny because when people see you doing it yourself, like the person that's watching you do it, they'll tell you, you need help. And what you'll say, no, I'm good. I got it. You know, it's, it's like, <laughs> like they'll tell you somebody who care about you and love you will say, Hey, like you're doing too much. Calm down, you know, give it to somebody else. And you're like, nah, they don't see my vision. Yeah. They may not see the vision, but they can help with where you're going. They don't even see the vision. Like that, I promise you, that's my biggest problem. Like even at work, like instead of asking somebody else to do it, I'll just get up and do it. And like one of my, one of my, one of my guys that's underneath me, he told me last week, he was like, Hey, you don't have to do it by yourself. That's why we're here. But for me, I'm just, I'm just that person that if I see it needs to be done, I'm going to just go ahead and do it. But that's just another thing of understanding leadership that is giving people that, that responsibility, even when, it ain't telling somebody to do it. It's asking them to do it so they can have the responsibility to be a leader and take care of stuff. So I had to learn that for myself and I'll get burnt out. Like instead of calling somebody to help me, I'll try to do three or four different things at one time. 
Yeah. That, that's huge, man. That's that's good. And I remember <clears throat> when I was working at the uh, rehab facility, yo, in the beginning of my first three years, I was like, yo, I was I was on that wave, my train, Willie. I was like, yo, man, like, I'm doing everything by myself because here's the thing. If you get it wrong, I get in trouble. And I ain't trying to get in trouble. Like, this is my job. I got to make sure I do everything in excellence, decency, and order. But what I realized is that I was getting burnt out. And the reason why I was getting burnt out, because I'm trying to do, do the meds, drop clients off at appointments. I'm trying to, you know, do um, paperwork. I'm trying to, you know, um, you know, do groups. I'm trying to do everything. And here's what I realized. I said, Will, why are you being dumb? Like, for real, like, the reason why most people don't train people effectively at a nine to five is because they're afraid they're going to lose their spot. <laughs> that's what hit me in my head. I'm like, yo, to be honest, like, that's why I never really trained anybody the way I was supposed to train them, because I felt that if I teach you everything that I know, you're going to take my spot. Not realizing that if I teach you everything I know, guess what? Even when I'm not there, the team still can, um, the team still can operate at a high level. Right. So if I go on vacation, they're like, yo, we'll talk you on it. Yeah, we'll talk me. I do that. So instead of being jealous, right, take the credit. <laughs> you feel me? Like when you get, hey, Mr. Winfield, I thank you so much for teaching uh, my tray how to. Yeah, man, that's what we're here for, man. And guess what? The more you do that, guess what's going to happen? The more the team's going to operate at, operate at a high level. So that's one thing that I definitely realized. And it took me three years, Trey and Corey to be able to get out of that mindset, become like, ain't nobody taking my job, hell no. But then I said to myself, I said, well, if I train this person to teach him everything I know, I'm duplicating myself. And that's what I want. I want it to be so easy that even if I could say, hey, you gotta go drop that client off at the Providence Center. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or you gotta go do this paperwork and this is how you do it. Highlight this, make sure you sign this, everything. This is how you get them a room. I promise you, bro, once I was able to do that, I seen the team flourish. And for some of us, our teams don't flourish because we try to take too much. We try to do too much. We're doing too much. The goal is to duplicate yourself, not just be one of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yup. Well, that, that's, that's great, especially when you're dealing with a business and you're working in a team or you're working for a corporate, right? But what about for those individuals who are trying to better themselves? You know what I'm saying? That already, some people may be husbands, some people may be wives, you know what I'm saying? Uh, trying to hold a father, a mother, trying to hold down the fort. And then you're like, okay, for example, I want to go back to school. <clears throat> I want to work on bettering myself. You already got a lot going on. You already working. And then you're like, I want to go better myself. So that means I got to go and do something. I got to go make an investment in myself. That's some stuff nobody can help you on. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody take away your role of being a father or a mother. Nobody can take away your role of having a, a job nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can replace some things in your life or duplicate what you do. You know what I'm saying? I don't have another father in my house to be a father to my kids. I got to do that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't have somebody else to say, I'm going to work all the hours so all the money can come into the house. I still got to work. And then I want to better myself. So that means I got to go take on another task. Not because I, I have to, but because I want to. And sometimes you have to in order to get up to that, get, get up to in, in the corporate ladder. So to those individuals that's like, man, I hear what you're saying, but I got a lot on my plate and I can't afford to, I want to quit. A part of me is saying just throw in a towel, but if I do that, then I'm, I'm letting my family down, letting myself down. 
But I'm going to say to those individuals, if you ain't working in the corporate business and you talk about better than just your own life, so you can come up and leave a legacy, <clears throat> don't complain about the task that you took on. That's your own fault. You know what I'm saying? You said you want to do it. Maybe you should evaluate it yourself and said, do I already have enough on my plate as it is? Or can I take this on? Or just say, I'm gonna take it on, I'm gonna get myself set up, but I'm gonna come back to it later when I have uh, more availability. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody can't forfeit some of their roles that they have to better themselves. They either gotta keep those roles and, and pick up something else or not do it all together. Yeah, and, and I would say with that, man, if, if you're struggling with handling all of those, working a nine to five, going to school, um, taking care of your kids, continue to struggle. Like, if you're frustrated, continue to be frustrated. Because at the end of the day, it's going to pay off. So you can't take on that many tasks and try to better yourself without having some type of resistance. Like, it ain't going to be peaches and cream when you do it. There are people who work two to three jobs. There are people who only work um, on weekends and they go to school five days a week. They're, I know, I know high schoolers, like they play two sports. They, they, um, they take it. I'll speak on that real quick, Willie, because my trade just gave people the permission to be great. This is what I mean by that. He said, continue to struggle and continue to be frustrated. Society teaches us once you don't like something, you can be done with it and throw it away. Society don't teach you to push through nothing. Society don't teach you to be resilient. Society says there's only one way to cross the finish line, and that's running to it. But we're telling you, you can crawl. You can roll through the finish line. There's more than one way. And so if you want to be great, and you say, I want this for my family, you're going to have some pissed off days. You're going to be struggling most days. You're going to deal with some mental stuff on those days because people that really want greatness and to be phenomenal, they don't mind paying the price of struggle. They don't mind paying the price of frustration. So Willie, uh, uh, what Martre is saying is keep struggling. Be frustrated. Keep going through your going through. Quit, quit always stopping, man. The world tells you, if you don't like it, you can just, like Steve Oakley used to say, I don't have to take this. I'm going home. You know what I'm saying? Like, fight, man. If you, if you want it, keep fighting for it. Quit quitting all the time like a punk, man. It's going to get hard. It ain't because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's why we don't have a lot of successful millionaires and billionaires at the top. 1% make up the entire me, me, uh, middle class millionaires. 1%. So, hey, I love that, man. Well, that, that was funny, bro. Like, that was <laughs> and it's funny that you say that. He said, I don't have to take this. I'm going home. But the funny thing about it, he kept coming back. So he kept coming back because, and this is what, you know, back to what Montre and the court were saying, is even when you, you don't need to quit because you're going to pass down a learned behavior that you don't even see, that your kids may see, when they be like, oh, well, daddy quit, or I seen mama quit, so that gives them permission to be like, when you see them want to quit, they gonna, why is it that when they, when they quit, they're going to bring up the same thing that you quit on? They're going to be like, oh, no, daddy, like, I, I quit. I didn't want to do it because I seen when you ain't want to finish doing what you was doing, so I thought I can do it too. And now you're trying to explain to them why they don't need to quit, but they didn't seen you quit time over and time again on everything that you started and you didn't finish. But yet you want to get mad at them for you setting the bad example because you decided not to have that day where you was frustrated, not to deal with that day 
that, you know, you had to work that nine to five and do overtime to pay that extra. Like, you got to go through it because you decided, like, and, and, it's, and it's funny that Corey is saying that, like, people be mad at the situation they put in. Like, they go get a car that they know that the mortgage is more, the condo is more than a mortgage. And then they get mad when it's time to get an oil change and be like, oh, I'm, I, like, I'm struggling. No, you ain't struggling. You just made a decision that you know you weren't supposed to make. So now you want to, you want to use that scapegoat by saying you're struggling when knowing you shouldn't have made that decision. So it wasn't the fact that you say you're struggling because let's be honest, some of us made decisions for us to struggle. There's a difference when I'm going through a struggle and I know I'm going to it and I'm, I, it's a timeline to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a timeline. When I wanted to get out of debt, I was working at 2 o'clock in the morning, and then I get off at 8, and then I went to my 9 to 5, and I still was doing my speaking and get, I was still, like, it was a timeline. I only did that for six months. But after those six months, I had stuff paid off. So my hard work paid off because I made decisions and sacrificed that way versus me just quitting when I was three months in. I was just like, man, like, I don't, I don't want to do a 30-minute drive. But I knew if I didn't do that, guess what? I'd still be in debt. So some of us are making decisions to struggle, not realizing you don't have to make that decision to struggle. Like Corey said, like, it's one thing when you have to do it, but it's one thing when you don't have to, but what makes you feel like you have to? Society, people, yourself, your ego, your pride, like what's telling you that you, you gotta make that decision to be somebody? Because sometimes people are making decisions because they feel like they, they, when you ask people, and y'all know we all, we all have asked people, who are you? Not what you do, who are you? And when you ask them what they do, what they always take, what they always tied to, what their job title is, like, like they, they can't tell you who they are, they tell you what they do. So meaning people feel like they gotta do things, I can't quit at it, I gotta put myself in a whole bunch of stuff because when somebody asks me that question, I can say, oh, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that, and guess what? You ain't successful at none of them and you still struggle. Yeah, I think a lot of people struggle because it's not something that they generally want to do. And I say that because when you think of people who want to lose weight or, you know, they want to go to the gym, they don't want to lose weight because they want to make it a lifestyle. They just want to look a certain way. So you don't want to go to the gym. You don't want to eat healthy. You just want to look a certain way. And the people who actually lose weight, the people who actually go to the gym every single day, the people who actually run three miles a day, they like the lifestyle of that. Those are the people who, you know, eat plant-based stuff and they don't eat certain stuff. It's because that's the way that they want to live their life. They love that. And if you look at a boxer, a boxer has to have a certain percentage of body weight before a fight. And... People don't know when you have a certain percentage of body weight, that can almost kill you because your body is resistant to certain things. So when you lose weight like that and you get in a shape like that, your body wants to, wants to deteriorate and wants to shut down because it's not used to that type of behavior. But the boxer goes through the headaches. The boxer trains every single day because it wants to fight. So a lot of people, you may be going back to college just because you want a degree, but you're not going back to college because it's something you generally want to do. So a lot of people, they go to college, but they're not studying something that they have a passion or love for because you're going to college to get a degree and you're not going to college to learn. Um, think about this. How many people are in high school and they're just memorizing stuff so they can take a test? Or how many people are in high school still remember stuff at 30 years old because they learned it? A lot of people don't want to learn. They want to memorize. 
And that's the way life is. You don't want it. You want the benefits of it. So people have to take on that lifestyle. So if you really want what you want, it should be no problem for you to, for you to watch your kids. It should be no problem for you to work a nine to five while you're doing what you love. Nobody asked us to be speakers. Nobody asked us to be mentors. Nobody asked us to be pastors, whatever. We did it because it's something that we love to do. And the reason why we able to struggle through the headaches, because even when we want to quit, the next day we're like, you know what, I ain't giving up because it's what we love. And a lot of people don't love what they do. Hey, hey, he pulled the sniper out, bro. <laughs> Two for one. That, that, you know what I'm saying? With the silencer. Let's go. Hey, bro, that's so true. And um, I forgot who said the quote, but everybody got a plan until they get punched in their mouth, right? <laughs> everybody. Big, big Mike, Iron. Let's go, right? Everybody got a plan. Like, I'm going to start a podcast. And you only got one episode. <laughs> and you trying to get everybody to watch your podcast. And you just so amped starting it, but you're not determined to finish it. And you know what mama used to say back in the day, Trey, Corey, Quan, and Willie? If I put this food on your plate, you better finish it. <laughs> and guess what? Some of y'all still got food on your plate from years and years ago because you haven't ate it yet. And now you're looking at the plate like, this is nasty. I don't want to eat it. Guess what? You should have never said that you wanted that on your plate. It's on your plate. Now you got to deal with it. So what I would say to a lot of y'all, man, is I promise you this, if you quit, <laughs> ain't nothing ever going to happen. But I can promise you, if you keep persevering through what you're going through, something's got to happen. Let me say that one more time. If you quit, I promise you, nothing's going to happen. But if you're determined to continue to do what you're doing, I promise you, you're going to get to the next level. But it's all about mentality. I said it yesterday, your mentality determines your reality. And some of y'all don't get that. Some of y'all think that you can stop, go, stop, and go. Listen to me. We ain't got time to be respecting anybody who stop, go, stop, and go. You, 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 you too much. Now, there's a difference, like Corey said it earlier. Now, if you're going to quit, I mean, at least crawl. <laughs> Nobody ever said you had to stand up straight and get to the finish. If you got to crawl, crawl. <laughs> you feel me? If you got to jog, jog. If you got to walk, walk. But like Dr. King said, by all means necessary, keep moving. And for some of us, we don't keep moving because we're allowing the pain, the trials and the tribulations to stop us. And we forget why we do what we do. Like for real, like a lot of us forget why we do what we do. And I promise you, you got to get to the point in your mindset. Like you have to get to the point that says, yo, I'm sick and tired of the life that I'm living. <laughs> and when you like, seriously, when you get sick and tired of life that you're living, you have to make an adjustment. You're going to have to make an adjustment. But again, imagine if we were just like, yo, check our podcast out, and we only had two episodes. <laughs> Guys, we're going in almost 30 episodes. Heavy. <laughs> I lost count. That's, how, that's how, I'm, how much I enjoy doing it. You lose count when you're doing it. Bruh. I bet you don't even know how many videos you got right now. Bruh, I don't know what's Montreal going don't know how many he got. I know Corey definitely forgot how many he got. <laughs> <laughs> right? But that's the thing. When you love what you do, you don't keep a track of it. <laughs> you just do what you do. And guess what? When you do what you do, you make it look easy. Period. So that's what I would say, man. Trey, that was a good point, man. You stop doing what you're doing because you're not in love with it. <laughs> you, 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 you're not in love with it. You're just in love with, not even in love. You just amped to get the stage or you're amped to get the dollars. Infatuated. Yeah. Infatuated. Yep. 
you on that level, man, I promise you, man, if you continue to operate at that level, you ain't never going to make it. Like, pr- I promise you, bro, I had at least three people this week inbox me, check out my podcast. I'm like, bro, you got one episode. I'm not tuning in for one episode knowing that you ain't even going to have 20 episodes, but don't play me like that, bro. Don't. Like, I, I just stop and go. I don't understand that language. I, under- I understand the language of start and dominate. That's the language I understand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I love, I love stop and grow. You know what I'm saying? And some of y'all are entangled with your goals. You ain't in love with them. <laughs> and that's the, reason, that's the reason why some of y'all are struggling the way that y'all are struggling. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> when you're in love with what you do, no, I'm serious, man. Some people are entangled with their goals. They ain't in love with them. It sounds good to say I'm doing A, B, C, and D. I got this goal. I'm going to try. You ain't set none of them, though. You just stacking up a bunch of goals, and now you look like a fool because you're trying to please everybody. This is what I want you to do. Get out the entanglements with your goals and start getting and start and marry one up until you finish. And then move on to the next one. Because people that love what they do, like my Trey was saying, they don't, there's a such thing as a healthy struggle, and there's another thing as just being done. And I know a lot of people right now, and I'm gonna switch gears on this. There's a lot of people who's struggling in stuff they don't want to be in, but they can't go nowhere because they ain't got nothing set up for themselves. So they got to deal with what they're dealing with. That's called being silly. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is this. If you're going to struggle, struggle all the way through because there's a reward attached to your struggle. A lot of times I don't like doing what I got to do. I don't, no, I'm not going to say I don't like it. I love what I do. I don't always like the outcomes. I don't always like the storms that I'm in. I don't always like the season that comes with what I'm doing. But can't nobody stop me from doing what I'm doing. I don't care how bad the storm is because it's a part of my DNA. And when something is a part of your DNA, you're going to weather the storm. Because And a lot of people struggle, Martre, it's because they're doing something that don't belong to them. They're in something that don't fit their character. And it's like you're going to force something, and that's why you struggle the way that you do. If it's really what you're supposed to be doing, and it's, a, it's, it's what God gave you to do, it ain't going to be that bad. And if you do struggle, it's only going to be for a short time. It's a moment. And then you'll get right through it. But y'all, quit taking on these things. Quit trying to do all these things that you know you shouldn't be doing. You're trying to walk in somebody else's glory. You're trying to walk in somebody else's identity because it looks good on them. It's supposed to look good on them. It's theirs. Let me ask y'all this. Um, how do I find what's for me how do i find what i love to do you got to date yourself man we date everybody else except our own self and and what i mean by that is this figure out what it is you want because oftentimes we live in everybody else's narrative well martre you good at this will you good at this you oh you dominate it's like yeah that's what y'all see but what brings me fulfillment what brings me joy i always say this just because you're good at something don't mean that's what you should be doing are you called to do it? And I feel like once you date yourself and you try out enough things and you fail at those things, but even in the midst of failure, you say, I still love this. I still want to do this. That's how you know you're supposed to be doing it. Because I'm going to tell you, there's plenty of speaking engagements. I stepped on the floor and I didn't do so hot, but I fell in love with what I was doing. I said, this is what I'm supposed to do. And can't nothing, can't nothing alter me from that. Nothing. So that's how I found out speaking it's what I'm supposed to do. And then people start saying, you changed my life. I've never thought I would see things. Uh, I never thought I would see the light of day. When I, you start getting those things, that's how you know you're doing what you're supposed to do. 
People will give you testimonies without you asking for them. Okay. All right. Hot potato then. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I love it. And that was a good question, Trey. Um, and for, for a lot of y'all, to be honest, you ain't even going to actually really find out what you're supposed to do. Because you ain't even giving yourself a shot. <laughs> like, you're not. Like, you, you're just like, you know what? Uh, I got one client, you know what I'm saying? Boom. And you keep going through the struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle, and you keep stopping. And I promise you, if any of us were to just stop when we didn't feel like doing anything, we would not be doing what we're doing right now. And I think a lot of people don't get that. And that's why I get really pissed off, y'all, when people talk about their success. Like, nobody gives a damn about how much money you make. <laughs> nobody cares about that. People relate to people who they can connect with. And for some of us, we don't even have a story for people to connect with because we're afraid to share our story. The very thing that you go through, you selfish about it, and you think it's for you. You ain't the only one who's been molested. You ain't the only one that's been in foster care. You ain't the only one that had an abortion. You ain't the only one that's been through a divorce. Come on now. And you like, I don't want to share it because what people are going to say. I'm going to bump what people say about you. Because the more you worry about what people think about you, the more you're holding up your progress for what God wants to do in you. Let that breathe real quick. So like what Corey's saying, absolutely. Just because you're good at it don't mean you called for it. <laughs> but you know when you're walking in your gift, because when people come up to you, like Corey said, hey, bro, I was about to just cut my wrist the other day, and I just read your book, and it changed my life. Hey, yo, like, thank you so much. Me and my family's on the verge of divorce, and you brought us together. Come on now. And you get fulfillment from it. And I promise you, that's when leadership is truly born, Corey. It's born when you don't have a motive for yourself but you have a motive to change humanity. That's what true leadership is. Leadership is not about how many followers you got. It's not about how much money you got in your account. It's about how much character do I have in my account. That's what matters. Who have I impacted? That's what matters. Because at the end of the day, you can't take the bins with you, bro. <laughs> you can't take the wedding ring with you, but you know what you can't take with you? Your spirit. Your spirit, that's what you could take with you. Guess what? Your, your, God will take your spirit, but your character will live forever on this earth. Don't you ever forget that. But you ain't never going to get to a level that you want to get to when you stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. You ain't never going to find your, your, your purpose. And I think a lot of people get it too deep, bro. It's not that deep. You have to understand that, I promise you, man, my trade, you know this, man. Like, everybody trying to be Allen Iverson. <laughs> Before you can become Allen Iverson, just learn how to be Jason Kidd first. <laughs> you feel me? Just learn how to dribble the ball, bro. You haven't even mastered dribbling with your left hand, and you want to dribble like Allen Iverson. It don't work that way. But you know why AI was so effective? It's because he was consistent. That's why. So before you try to dribble with your, before you try to become an Allen Iverson, learn to master dribbling with your left hand master something and then go into what you do that would be my answer to that question fam yep i love that and y'all let me say this 
sometimes you're not mature enough to take on some of the responsibilities you're trying to take on. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta put stuff on hold until you mature, mentally, physically, and emotionally, before you can dive into something else. And that's what I always say, man. God gives you the things that you're mature enough to handle. That's why you have them at that time. Sometimes you're trying to force some things and you ain't mature enough to be there. You ain't mature enough to handle it. And it's like, if you give a child something too soon before they're ready for it, they're gonna destroy themselves. And sometimes we don't like those lessons. We just, I'm gonna pick this up. I waited, I'm 35 years old, and I waited to do some things that most 20-year-olds should be doing. You know what I'm saying? But even the 20-year-olds that's doing it ain't mature enough to do it. So I said, let me hold up. You got to know when to say, let me hold up. Let me pull back the reins. Because there's a lot of growing I got to do. There's a lot of healing I got to do in certain areas. But some of us try to pick up so much stuff to suppress our pain, to numb our pain, we get so busy that we don't face reality and face ourselves head on. You can't outrun yourself. And I don't care what the, ge I don't care the geographical location. You can't outrun you. Once you open the door, you were stepping through it. That's the problem. So what I'm gonna say is this. Know when to pull the trigger. Say right now, I can't take this on. I ain't mature enough to handle it. Mostly and physically and mentally, I cannot. I ain't saying I never will do it, but right now I can't do it. And put it on the back burner. And the things you can do, master those things. Quit trying to master, you, 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 you good at a lot of things, but you master none of them. Problem. So Corey Jones said, now is the time I'm gonna pick up another skill. Now is the time I'm gonna invest in myself to do something that I gotta commit three years, three and a half years to do, to get it done. But I'm dedicated, I'm determined, and I got a lot of pre-work on already. See, that's the problem. Some of y'all don't wanna do no work. You just want to jump right into it. I've been on the ground for 17 plus years, preparing me for this moment. So I'm pretty sure I've matured enough to get to where I'm at right now. That's why I'm going to excel and do well. But some of y'all, man, you, you too quick to jump in the bed, man, with, with everything. It's like, no, slow down. Because if you get burnt, <laughs> there's, there's some stuff you can't heal from. You catch something, hey. you get burnt, that's all you, baby. No one to be mature. Thanks. It, it's like everybody want to get an unemployment check, but they ain't even went to work. <laughs> like everybody want an unemployment check and they ain't even been to work. And then now that they about to cut unemployment, you mad because you got to go back to work. Like, it's like when you force yourself to quit, you mad. But then now you're in a situation where they about to quit you and now you still mad. Like you can't be mad at both. I'd rather, if it's, if it's in my hands, I'd rather choose when I want to versus it being in somebody else's hand when they're going to tell me when I need to quit. So, and what Corey was, was saying, man, it's, it's so true. Like, a lot of us just have to get to that point. For people that's listening, is I was, I was sitting here thinking, I was like, man, like, how do I not tell myself when I'm into it that I'm not going to quit? Because, there, trust me, there are some days all of us have woke up and we just be like, you know what? I'm just going to put this on the back burner and go do something else that I have. Like, listen, I'm going to be honest. When I started this thing and I was doing my videos, Montre was doing his thing and he, he can attest to this. I was like, you know what? I mean, let me tell you how, how, how deep this thing was in my pride. I seen Montre doing this thing on the videos. I ain't know nothing about videos, but I knew how to speak. So I said, you know what? I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to ask him how to do it. And then I'm going I'm to I'm figure it out. 
So I hit him up. He gave me the guideline. And it was simple as him saying it. But then when he gave me the work, I'm like, oh, I ain't doing this. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> I ain't doing no editing. I ain't for the... I ain't for to pull this down, put this in that box, drag that file. I was like, nope, I ain't doing it. Nope, I ain't doing it. And guess what? Because I ain't do it, I didn't see the result that I wanted to see because I had already quit when I, as soon as he said I had work to do. Like, I really just wanted to say, Montre, huh, take this and just do your thing. That's what I really wanted to say. Like, <laughs> I wanted to give him the work. But, but the thing was, I didn't ask for that. I wanted to see a result that I had an expectation of. And because I didn't see the expectation of it, that's why I said expectation always leads to you being frustrated. So anything in your life that you have an expectation about, you're going to be frustrated. So if I didn't have an expectation, it just said, hey, like, like Montre say, have a will to learn something. Like when you learn it, then you get to a point to where nine times out of 10, you may apply it. Even if it ain't the right time to apply it, the fact is you still know how to do it. It's like nobody never forgets how to ride a bike. Like, you know, you can not ride a bike in 10 years. When you get back on it, you, like, you, something comes over you to be like, wait, I remember. I, I remember. Like, when I went back to school after not graduating and I was a freshman at 21 years old, I was like, wait, I remember how to do this math even though it was a couple, like, freaking four years ago. Like, something started turning where I was like, okay, I remember how to do this even though it was something that I quit. It was something that I stopped. So I know a lot of people getting, like Corey was saying, quitting and shifting mixed up. Like, it's okay to take a pause. A pause and a stop is two different things. Like, a pause is where you're still moving. Like, the thing is still spinning, but it's going in slow motion. That's a pause. A stop is where it just stopped completely. So it's okay to pause, take a breath, and keep going. And that's the thing about it. Like a, a lot of us, when we in this thing, we're moving so fast, we forget to pause, we forget to eat, we forget to do certain things that requires us to do. And that's why we'd be like, man, I woke up today not feeling like it. And then that's why Corey said, you gotta evaluate what you're eating because sometimes when you don't evaluate what you're eating, you may eat something that's too hot at the time. Like you can't just get something from the stove and just throw it in your mouth. Like you can't do it, you can, but guess what's gonna happen? You're going to burn your mouth, your taste buds gone. So now for the whole week, you can't taste nothing because you just threw it in your mouth versus evaluating, okay, that is hot. Let me let it cool down. You let, me, let me pick what I can eat off of it because I might not like onions. That might tear my stomach up. Like, so you got to evaluate it. That doesn't mean that, like you said, everything you do doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. And then if you're good at it, you still got to evaluate what you're good at because that might not be the thing that you need to do is for something else to apply it somewhere else at that moment, at that time. So you can be good at something like, yeah, I'm good at dribbling, but I didn't know how to dribble. Maybe not for right now, but for later on, but right now I got a game. I got to focus on shooting. So that's what you got to really do, man. Like I know it's hard to, to do a learned behavior to not tell yourself to quit something that you start. Like it's, it's, I say, as humans, we have that, but also we have the thing that gives us called decision. Like, don't be dumb, make the decision. That's what I gotta tell you. Yeah, I feel that when it, when you say, you know, pause, don't stop. Um, this entertainment system that's behind me, I remember when I was putting that joint together. Now, I ain't the person that like to put stuff together because I hate following the directions. So I put the joint together, 
and like got like to the last bit of it and like the last this one piece would not go in and i'm like i know it goes in this place but and i looked the whole joint was backwards so i took it apart started putting it together again got frustrated again my wife was like just go to bed and just finish it in the morning i'm like no nah, i want to finish it now because i ain't trying to have it on my head in the morning so after not being able to put it together in the night i went to bed got up the next morning, came down, and immediately I figured out what the problem was that I was doing last night. But I was so frustrated the night before, I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking this one piece goes in there. So sometimes you have to take a step back, evaluate the situation, clear your mind. Like they say, the people who don't take vacation days at work are more stressed than people who do take all their vacation days because you do need that time to unwind. Everybody, I know you want to go, 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 grind, 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 but part of the grind is resting. So part of that grind is actually taking a step back and reevaluating some things. Yeah, stop letting people tell you that you can't do that. Pauses are necessary. That's why when people read a sentence, they got punctuation so it can make sense. They don't just have you reading on through the sentence because it don't make no sense. You gotta pause at some points in your life to make sure things are making sense. Go back to the drawing board. Say, you know what, man, I've tried this. It ain't going the way I want. Let me put a pause, let me pause it. I'm coming, like, tell the thing that you're putting on pause. I'm coming back to you. We ain't done. I'm coming back, but right now I'm gonna step back because I gotta, I gotta reevaluate, I gotta get my thoughts together and then go back and kill it. So y'all quit burning yourself out. Uh, quit walking in other people's narrative. And if you feel like you got a pause, take a pause. I don't care what the top doctor's doing, because they gonna lie and tell you they ain't never took a pause. Man, I, I, I stayed up for 58 days straight. That's why I'm here where I'm at now. I mean, get out of here lying, dog. I'll choke you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't, you know, but they tell you that. And you're gonna choke them to get a pause. <laughs> they tell you that, and then you stay chasing 58 days of staying up. Man, listen, talk to, give, give them somebody that's gonna be real with you and give you the truth. Because this game, ain't, it ain't easy, man. But the reason these guys are on this call and this podcast is because we're doing something for our families. And what we're doing, we're operating in our gifts. Even operating your gifts is going to be tough. I'll say this. Jesus operated in his gift, but it was still tough. He still faced death. You see what I'm saying? So don't think that you ain't going to have troubles. Don't think you're not going to have problems. Don't think it's not going to get hard. It's supposed to be hard, especially if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Because if it was easy... What, what do you learn? Even Jesus cried. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and you know, that's the thing too, man. A lot of times in, in life, we go to the store of life and we just purchase things. And we don't actually know what we're building until we bring it home. And for many of us, you know, you want your life to look like Corey's life, but you don't even have the right instructions. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like you ain't even got the instruction manual. But you're trying to have somebody, you're trying to have somebody else's life. Like we all say it all the time, like everybody trying to wake up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I promise you, William Winfield ain't built for no three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you you gonna hear me yawn, you gonna, <laughs> bruh, drooling. Oh, gladly. I'm not built for that. And what happens is you're trying to do what other people are doing. And then you're like, well, it's not working for me. Of course it's not working for you because you're not built for that. You've seen... Ease life and you wanted to bring it into your life and you're like well let me take this together and let me oh i didn't know the instruction and in step 15 said i gotta wake up at three o'clock in the morning you feel me bro no, you didn't nobody told so now you want to be somebody 
but you don't want to pay the price of that person. Let me say that one more time. You want to be like Matre, you want to be like Corey or Shaquan or Willie, but you don't want to pay the price that they paid. So that's why I said earlier, like, don't come to me with your little, let me, don't come to me asking me, can I watch your episodes? Because I'm not going to watch them. Now, maybe when you get to like 20 episodes and you show some consistency, I may tune in. But I'm not going to tune in just to tune in. Like, that's not the way it works. Like, you have to build a body of work. And many people don't understand that. You don't stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, and expect people to. There's no consistency. There's nothing consistent about what you're doing. And nobody ever said that we work out because we want to work out. We, I hate working out. My tra- I, I forgot who said a couple minutes ago, but I promise you, if I can have the life that I want, Corey, I promise you, I would gladly get back into my field and just work, come home, Willie, eat Popeye's chicken, <laughs> you feel me, and play NBA 2K, my park, all day, every day. Promise you, I wish I could do that. But when you're, when you're destined to do, when you're destined to be great, when average convicts you, <laughs> like when you're destined to be great, like you get convicted, like you know you ain't supposed to be doing that. You know you're supposed to be wasting no time with these people. Why are you arguing with people who don't even pay your bills? And for some of us, we waste too much time doing things that don't even matter. So, I mean, like, for real, man, like, everybody's saying, man, just take bits and pieces of it. But, man, like, this, 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 this podcast was, was, was lit, literally. Willie, what you got, bro? Or Shaquan, what you got? Shaquan, you kind of... Quiet, quiet, man. I think he about to rip it. Go ahead, Quan. Uh-huh. Bro, I I just got off before I jumped on here, so <laughs> my day been my day been crazy. But you ain't ready to quit. Oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> okay. Nah, I can't do that. Uh Dane told Paul George, you run from the ground, bro. I don't run from the ground. All right now. All right. And y'all, hey, I love it. Quit trying to duct tape everybody's people. Quit trying to duct tape everybody's life together and make it yours. You know what I'm saying? Be yourself. Own what you do. And be cool with what you ain't for everybody. And you got to know that. You know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, man, I think it was a really, really great uh, great podcast tonight. It was fire. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want people to know. Take your time. Quit trying to turn marathons into sprints. They're a marathon for a reason. And a sprint is a sprint for a reason. And some of the stuff we're doing is a marathon. These guys been in the game for a very long time. No success overnight. And one of the things that's unfair to us is we didn't have to ask God for permission to make us phenomenal. He just did it. That's why average convicts us. That's why we just can't sit back and play 2K and eat Popeyes because we want more life. You know what I'm saying? We ain't the type of people that sit back and want people to take care of us. We're the type of people that want to take care of other people. And in order to do that, you got to put in work. But you're going to have your times. You, I'm telling you, I've cried. I wanted to flip my desk over yesterday because I was like, I'm stressed out to the max. But I said, Corey, nobody asked you to do all this stuff. You took this on. But ask yourself these questions. Why are you doing it? What do you got to get out of it? What do you want to get out of it? How important is it to you to finish this? And if you can answer those questions honestly and, and be real with yourself, then keep going. If you can't, you're playing games and you are in entanglement with goals.
T-shirt. <laughs> Entanglement with your goals. Hey, you ain't even serious. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, I, I don't know if my tray, my tray there. You there, sniper? I'm gonna make sure. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Corey, go ahead. Hit him with the. Uh, oh, oh, wait. wait. Yeah, all right. Well, I want I want Corey and Matre to share this one. Uh, Legacy Gem. Go ahead. Spit your talk your talk. Oh uh, yeah, man. Legacy Gem, man, is um be yourself at the end of the day. So many people are frustrated because you're trying to fit into everybody else's character. Like this ain't a movie. You're not taking on somebody else's character. The cast in this world is you. You're you. Be yourself. Love what you do, find your passion, and that's how you're gonna be great. Yeah, you're not you're not uh, auditioning for an actor or actress role. You know what I'm saying? No, nobody's paying you to act. They're paying you to be you. They're paying you to 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 accomplish your goals so you can help them later on in life. So, man, just be true to yourself. Take the mask off and say, "Look, it's too much right now. I'll get back to you. And if it's not, you keep you keep rolling." But I love what my Trey said. Keep struggling, keep being frustrated because I truly believe there's a reward attached at the end of both of those. If you want it bad enough, how bad do you want it? Hey, let's go. Hey, uh, it's the squad just letting you know, don't live just to exist, live to be remembered. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.